What's going on out there, sports fans? It's your boy Antoine Smithy Smith coming at you with another podcast episode. Yeah, I know it's been a while, but Sports Machine has expanded to YouTube. And expanding to YouTube, man, I've been getting great support from sports fans out there, mainly my Atlanta people, uh, my Falcon football talk, Braves, Hawks. So thank y'all if y'all tuning into this podcast from Atlanta. I definitely appreciate y'all for always supporting your boy, man means a lot to me. Uh, But we're going to get into this NFL season, NFL Week 6. This is my first podcast in about a year uh, because YouTube is doing so well. But I want y'all to hear my voice uh, and give y'all my thoughts on NFL football because I usually do the um, NFL weekly picks, but, you know, I've been so busy with YouTube. I think um, it's time to get back into this NFL swing of things. But first game, Thursday Night Football, Buccaneers, Eagles, I think Tom Brady and that Buccaneers offense, they're probably tough enough to stop for anybody in the NFL, not just the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Tom Brady, 44 years old, what can I say? Dude has has a clock that just won't stop ticking, and Father Time is still running behind him, but he's still, you know, in the lead. I think uh, Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts play very well against Carolina, but this Buccaneers team, is much different, built different. Uh, Devin White, Levante David, Dominican Sue, even though Jason Pierre-Paul may be out and the Buccaneers secondary is banged up, I think uh, Antoine Winfield Jr., I think that defense can still carry this team like they did for the latter part of last year during the playoffs and to that Super Bowl run. But what's crazy about the whole thing with Tampa Bay, I think Tom Brady still in that MVP conversation at 44 years old. And that's pretty crazy if you think about it. They blew out the Dolphins last week, 45-17. And uh, I think they have a handy uh, group on this game as well. I think they win by at least three touchdowns. I go 31-10 Buccaneers. Now, I won't discard the Eagles because they can get up to the quarterback. Uh, but they, I don't think they can handle those three all-pro wide receivers and Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and Chris Godwin. If you want a fantasy to look out for a fantasy player to look out for this game, I think you go for Mike Evans. He's due for a big game. I said eight catches, 130 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, that would be my fantasy player to watch in this game. And um, I'm taking the Buccaneers, as I said. Uh, and this one, 31-10. Uh, Thursday night football at its finest. Let's get to the one o'clock games. Um Let's get to the 1 o'clock games. I think um, Jacksonville and the Dolphins uh, is going to probably be a laugher. And these kind of games, man, they're always low scoring. And this will probably be a hard-hitting game as well because even though both teams have not played well, Dolphins at 1-4, Jaguars at 1-5, I think um, the Dolphins still have the edge, and I'm going to give them the edge because of coaching. Uh, I think Brian Flores takes advantage of a young Urban Meyer. Well, he's not young in age, but he's a rookie veteran coach. Um, I think he can outdo Urban Meyer. And Trevor Lawrence, uh, who has struggled early, I think uh, he's second in the NFL in interception behind another rookie, Zach Wilson. I think that would be a key factor. And on top of that, man, I think Urban Meyer's off the field antics uh, would distract his team. And Brian Flores, being a Bill Belichick disciple, um, he would know he will know how to take advantage of that. 
So I'm going to take the Dolphins in a low-scoring game, 20 to 13, over the Jacksonville Jaguars. My fantasy player to watch in this game, even though I don't think they will win, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence still has a good fantasy game uh, for the Jaguars. Vikings and Panthers. This should be an interesting game. Don't know if Dalvin Cook is going to play. Don't know if CMC is going to play. So this game will probably be on the quarter, on the arm of the quarterback, Sam Darnold and Kirk Cousins. So, um, and I think both defenses will play well. This is going to be another low-scoring game. But I think where the advantage is, is the Vikings wide receivers. Uh, Justin Jefferson and Adam, Adam Thielen, um, I think they will um, provide, you know, enough firepower to outrun the Panthers. Now, the Panthers, they're another strong defensive team. And they're 3-2 and two and they're at home. But I think the Vikings are due for a big upset sooner or later. And I think they might get it right here. Let's look at um, the fantasy player I think uh, will be key in this game. As I said, Justin Jefferson, um, wide receiver from the Vikings, had a breakout rookie year. Um, he hasn't been that same type this year. But um, I think in this game, I think he can be against the Panthers secondary that's still rebuilding. Now, they lost J.C. Horn for a while. They got C.J. Henderson via via trade. So, um, I think they're still banged up a little bit, but I think um, Justin Jefferson can uh, exploit that, and I think he will. And I think Kirk Cousins and the Vikings win this game. I'm going to go 17-14 over the Panthers. Um, I have a fantasy player to watch in this game is Justin Jefferson. I think he can get at least seven catches for at least 90 yards and a touchdown uh, in this game. And that is why I would take the Minnesota Vikings. Let's go to Baltimore, Chargers and Ravens. Now, this is going to be a damn good game here. Uh, two of the best teams in the AFC are going to square off both 4-1. and one. Lamar Jackson coming off a crazy performance over Indianapolis, bringing the Ravens back. Dude had 442 yards through the air, four touchdowns. And he ran the ball pretty well. Not like he usually do, but he made key runs when he needed to. And his Chargers team on defense, they play just as well, and they have just as good of a quarterback in Justin Herbert, uh, who I think is probably going to be one of the best quarterbacks coming up in the next generation. He's only in his second season, won rookie of the year offensively. And I think uh, with those 31 touchdown passes, I think that was a rookie record, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he has weapons. Lamar Jackson has weapons. Uh, but will this be another shootout? We'll see. But I think they were scoring, both teams were scoring enough points to strike fear into the heart of the opponent. I'm going to go charges in the upset at this one. And I, it's just something about Justin Herbert, man, I just love. I was criticized very badly when I seen him coming out of uh, Oregon. People said, man, you crazy. He's going to be a bust. He can't make certain throws. But if you look at his, the way he throws the ball, the way the ball leaves his hand, man, it's a thing of art. And I think um, he's going to be the key to the Chargers winning this game. Now, Austin Eckler is another Charger that's very underrated. And I think he's going to have a great game, too. But I'm going to take the Chargers 24-21 in Baltimore. 
My fantasy player to watch is Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert goes for 350 yards and three touchdowns. And I think uh, they put it out in the fourth quarter. But Justin Herbert is my fantasy player to watch in this game. And again, I'm going to take the Chargers 24-21 over the Ravens. Rams and Giants. Now, this probably shouldn't be a contest. But um, the Rams at 4-1 going to the Meadowlands. Um, I think this is probably going to be a cakewalk. Uh, even though the Giants beat the, beat the New Orleans Saints uh, last week, I still don't still don't trust Daniel Jones. I'm sorry. I don't trust him. But Saquon Barkley, he showed that he is getting his legs back under him in New Orleans last week. This dude was doing everything last week. And the Rams, they uh, started doing Ram things again, uh, beating up on Seattle last week, who is a very badly beaten Seattle team with injuries and coaching is out of date, I think. Um, but the Rams, they, um, I think they get a cakewalk in this one. I like Robert Woods, man. Robert Woods had 12 catches for 150 yards. And um, I think he can improve on that. Cooper Cup, uh, one of the top receivers in the league when it comes to touchdown receptions. Uh, I think they would just explode in this game. Um, I know they lost Cam Akers, but uh, Darren Henderson has stepped up. And so has Sony Michelle. And I like the Rams in this game easily. I'm going to take the Rams on the road 27-13 over the New York Giants in the Meadowlands. My fantasy player to watch for this game, I'm going to go with uh, Robert Woods, as I said. I think Robert Woods is due for that big two, three touchdown game. And he could get it in this game very easily. So um, I'm going to go Robert Woods. I see him with five catches. Um about 85 yards and two touchdowns. Let's go to the Texans and the Colts AFC South matchup. And uh, the Colts, who surprisingly played very bad, uh, mainly because Carson Wentz has been hurt a lot. And the Texans, who I expected to be bad, have still been competitive. But uh, two weeks ago, they got shut out with a big goose egg. Uh, but the Colts are at home, and I think this is going to be the difference in this game. Um, Carson Wentz played well against Baltimore last week, but Jonathan Taylor, man, that dude, he's probably one of the most underrated young backs in the league, one of the sleeper backs. Uh, he caught the ball well, he ran it well against Baltimore, and they almost pulled it out, but um, I think the Colts, um, I think they take this one at home. Um, Tyrod Tyra Taylor, uh, let's see what he can do against them. Oh, I'm sorry. He's out. He's hurt. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. Davis Mills, who's played very well, but um, could not pull out the win last week. And uh, they lost uh, down the stretch. Uh, but the Colts, I think Carson Wentz finally gets another win. I don't think the Tets can stop Jonathan Taylor. Hell, I don't even think Jonathan Taylor can stop Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but I'm going to take the Colts at home pretty convincingly, 31-21 over the Texans and Jonathan Taylor, exactly who I'm taking. I think he was going to have a monster game. He might have a 30-point game. I can see him going for 150 yards rushing, another 50 to 75 uh, passing. I'm sorry, receiving. And I could also see him scoring four touchdowns. Yes, that's right. I said it. Four touchdowns. Um, I could see this game getting ugly. 
But I'm going to go 31-21 to be on the safe side. And Jonathan Taylor is my fantasy player to watch in that game. Okay, let's go to Chiefs against the Washington football team. Uh, Chiefs are surprisingly 2-3, and three, and so are the Washington football team. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes, he's been in a, a slump, and they, show, they look kind of bad at home against the – who did they play? Buffalo. Josh Allen, he was he was hard to stop. Stephon Diggs, um, the kid, the Knox tight end. I can't never remember his name. Uh, Knox, the tight end from the Buffalo Bills. That guy was catching everything last week. But the Chiefs, they will go to Washington, battle Washington. And I noticed when you get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, he makes a lot of bad decisions. Uh, they upgraded their offensive line, but sometimes it doesn't seem like it. They, for the second straight week, they go against one of the best defensive lines in the league, even though they haven't played like it at times this year. But I think at any given time, that Washington defensive line can take over a game. But they're going to Washington, but I'm going to take Kansas City. And this one's the reason why Kansas City still have a lot of weapons. Josh Gordon played last week, and I think he plays a little bit more this week and gets a couple of more targets this week. But Tyreek Hill, man, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill. You can't stop that kid, man. He stops himself. I think Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes hook up a couple of times in this game deep. I think Pat Tyreek Hill could go for 150 yards as well, uh, two touchdowns. And Patrick Mahomes should go for over 300 yards, probably close to 400 against that young Washington secondary, which is why I'm going to go to Chiefs on the road 34-24 over the Washington football team who still have a young quarterback in Tyler Haneke. Um, and my fantasy player to watch is Patrick Mahomes. I think, like I said, he can go from anywhere to 300, 400 yards easily, uh, maybe three to four touchdowns, and I think he gets back on the groove. Uh, Chicago and Green Bay in Chicago. Um, I'm not going to waste my time on this. I'm taking the Packers all day long. Um, Justin Fields has played well since he started up, started. Since they gave him the starting position, but Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, man, defensively they may be too much. Offensively, they sure will be too much. Even though the Bears defense has played very well lately. But um three and two against four and one. It's always a great rivalry game. But I think Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, they've learned how to hook back up on top of giving, you know, Devontae Adams his credit. But I think the Packers passing game will be too much. Even if the Bears get out in front of this game, it's not safe against Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take the Packers on the road over the Bears, 20-13. to 13. Um, My player to watch in this game is probably Aaron Jones, running back for Green Bay. I think he goes over 100 yards and probably scores a touchdown. And I would probably give him about 40 to 50 receiving yards in this game. 20-13 uh, is my score. Packers over the Bears. Bengals and Lions, this is going to be a laugher. But what's funny is the joke is on the Cincinnati Bengals. They lost last week against the Green Bay Packers in a great game, which I said would probably be a sleeper sneaky game last week, and it was. Uh, they lost last uh, quarter. I think Green, letting Green Bay come back hurt their confidence just a little bit. And on top of that, uh, Burrow, has a throat contusion. Yes, that's what I said. A throat contusion. That just does not sound right. But anything like that can happen in the NFL. 
Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell, he put out his best um, keep sweat impression. Last week, they uh, lost in a comeback to the Vikings in the last minute of the game after leading 16 to 7. 17 to 6, I'm sorry. After they lost the lead in the last minute of the game. Man, that was tough to watch. But I think Dan Campbell and that team, man, to show the fight that they showed last week, that's why I'm going to give them the win over the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that the win last week probably gave this team a wake up call to probably get a win. Jerry Goff. Uh, he fits well in Detroit, actually, and he has some weapons. That defense even played well last week. So I'm going to give the Lions their first win of the season. And Jerry Goff, man, Jerry Goff. I can see him going for 300 yards this game. But the Lions, I would take on at home 27-21 over the Bengals. Jerry Goff, as I said, my fancy player to watch this game. 300 yards, two touchdowns. Okay, when I come back, we're going to get to the 4 o'clock games and the primetime game for Saturday and Sunday. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. This is former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, big game, James Canada. And when I need to get my sports fix, I tune into Smitty Sports Machine. Hey, man, we back, we back. We got to get to these four o'clock games. We're going to start it off with Cleveland and Arizona. This game is going to be good beginning to end. And as I said, the Cardinals are the last undefeated team in the NFL going to Cleveland. We have some of the toughest fans in the NFL, man. Let's be real about it. Uh, but I think Cleveland uh, get back to rolling this week. I think the Cardinals face their first loss because, let's be real, Miles Garrett is a monster. You talk about Khalil Mack, you talk about Aaron Donald, but Miles Garrett is right in that conversation as well. This kid had four and a half sacks in the game this year. And that Cleveland defense is playing very well, even though last week against the Chargers. But the Chargers, man, who could stop that team, man? As I said earlier, man, Chargers are going to be a sleeper. I picked them to win in Baltimore. But the Browns bounced back this week against the Cardinals, man. I love the Arizona offense, but I think they finally come back down to earth this week against the Browns. But don't be surprised if the Arizona pulls this out. But I just think it's time, man. Then the Browns go to four and two this week, and uh, look for Baker Mayfield to have a great game. Y'all already know who my uh, fans player to watch in this game. I think it's gonna be Nick Chubb for the Browns. I think he has 130 yards, two touchdowns this game. Um, but don't look. But the Cardinals, man, I wouldn't be surprised if this gets this is another high scoring game for Cleveland. Uh, but I'm gonna go Cleveland at home, 34-30 over the Browns. I'm sorry. Cleveland 34-30 over the Cardinals in Cleveland. And it's going to be a good one, man. Like I said, Nick Chubb, fancy player to watch. Brown, Patriots and Cowboys, man, this is going to be a good one. The last time the Patriots played the Cowboys in New England, uh, it was raining real bad, and that Prescott couldn't hold on to the ball, and 
very low scoring game. But this one, man, the Cowboys offense, this is a totally different team. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Cowboys look like a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I said that. The Cowboys look like a Super Bowl contender going up to New England. And New England, man, they on rough times right now. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to say nothing bad, but right now it looks like Bill Belichick is missing Tom Brady. Wish they could have worked that out, but they couldn't. He got his Super Bowl. Now Bill Belichick is trying to build the Patriots back up. After that comeback win against Houston last week, uh gave them a little bit of confidence. But I think the Cowboys are just too strong, man. This team's offense is probably one of the best in the NFL, if not the best. Zeke Elliott looked like he's back. Amari Cooper still doing his thing. Michael Gallup. Got hurt last week, but he may come back this week. Um, C.D. Lamb, one of the best young receivers in the league. They just have weapons everywhere. Their offensive line is holding up, and that means danger for the NFL. But I think uh, the Cowboys is going to win this game in New England, and I'm going to go 38-24 over the Patriots. Yeah, two touchdowns looks like the score, man, uh, because I don't think they can stop it with that young team that they have on defense. Um, my fantasy player that watching this game is Dak Prescott. I think he has 400 yards, three touchdowns uh, in this game. Raiders and Broncos from my high. Raiders are another one of those teams that are going to be under a microscope uh, for a while. And their interim coach, coached up under John Gruden, was his right-hand man. Um but I think the distraction will be too much against the Broncos team. Who's looking to finally get back in the win column after two straight losses. Um, but if you think about it, the Raiders still have a great team with Derek Carr, Darren Wall on offense, Josh Jacobs at the running back position, and their defense is still playing well. But I think Von Miller and that defense get up for this game. And I think Teddy Bridgewater, who's been in and out, may go this game. But if Derek Locke can go, Still think the Broncos have enough weapons. I'm going to take the Broncos at home 17-14 over the Raiders in my high. My fantasy player to watch is that Broncos defense. I think they get back to second and quarterback, and um, I think they pull out the win. Seahawks and Steelers, Sunday night. Now, I thought this was going to be one of those games, man. Um... If you looked at it at the beginning of the year, they had Russell Wilson. This would probably be one of the best games of the week. But since Russell Wilson is out, Seahawks struggled last week against the Rams, and you saw it. Uh, even though the Steelers are struggling as well on certain parts of offense, um, I think they win this game. I think Roethlisberger gets back on track this week against the Seahawks defense that's been on the field a lot this year and giving up a lot of pass yards. This is where I'm going to take the Steelers uh, in Pittsburgh. And I think they win it handily, 31-17 um, over the Seattle Seahawks. My player to watch in this game is Chase Claypool. As I said, Seahawks have not been able to stop the pass this year, and I think being Roethlisberger, perfect game for him to get back on track. And um, Chase Claypool probably gets 10 catches, 140 yards, two touchdowns in this game. I can actually see that. Sunday night game, I think, like I said, Steelers going to take it 31-17 over the Seattle Seahawks. Titans and the Bills, another defensive struggle in Nashville. Monday night football. Uh, my boy Mike Patton, he's going to have it work cut out for this one because uh, the Bills, my boy Wallace Vance's team, Buffalo Bills, 
I think um, it's going to be a little bit too much for Tennessee. But what's funny is um, Tennessee always comes up for these kind of games. These kind of games put Tennessee on their toes. It seems like sometimes they play down to their opponent. And this game, man, I think they're going to play up to their opponent. But I'm still taking Buffalo, but, man, expect Derrick Henry to still have a big game. That Buffalo defensive line is a monster, though. They had Patrick Mahomes on the run last week. It was hilarious. Got hurt. Um, Tyreek Hill, he he caught a couple of passes, but, I mean, 38 to 20. Come on, man. Josh, Josh Allen, he's a dual threat that nobody talks about. This guy uses his leg well than anybody in the league at quarterback. But um, I'm taking Buffalo in this one, man, and I hate to disappoint my boy Mike. Uh, I think Buffalo, man, they, they definitely a Super Bowl contender. But I'm going 30 to 21. Uh, Bills over the Titans. It's going to be, they're going to get their points. And that defense, man, if they can stop Derrick Henry, it's going to be night night. Uh, and I think, to be honest, I think the Titans need this game. At three and two, if they lose this game, they fall to three and three, and the Bills at five one. That's two games up and the tiebreaker. So this is a must win game for the Titans. Uh, my player to watch in this game, fantasy wise, is probably going to be Josh Allen. I think he has another monster performance, 300-yard game. Two touchdowns, one rushing. And uh, we'll see how that goes, man. But um, those are my picks and my thoughts for week six games. Um, And I hope y'all enjoyed it, man. I love bringing this to y'all. And if y'all have been following me, man, please, please go to uh, YouTube and follow me on Smithy's Sports Machine. I'm always putting up videos, man, whether it's Atlanta Sports uh, NFL, NBA, boxing, anything you can name, man, I got it up. I do YouTube shorts as well, 30 second or less videos where I give my quick thoughts on things, man. And I had one for Trey Young that I put out a couple of months ago. Got 3,000 hits in one day. But um, those are my thoughts on NFL Week 6, my fantasy players to watch also. Appreciate y'all for joining in. Thank y'all for always supporting me. I appreciate it. But I got to get out of here, man. Oh, let me not forget my final thought because I always got a final thought. My final thought for this week in week six. If you look at what's going on in the NFL right now, um, with John Group. I hate to see things like this, man, because as I've said, you've seen, if you follow me on YouTube, you know I've said it. I hate to see coaches or people in general who hate to look at another race. For what's going on with COVID-19, the world has no time for racism. People are losing loved ones. And if my grandmother told me she said, this is God's work to try to pull people together. And I actually, and I believe her because my grandmother is a great Christian man and she has always told me nothing but the right things when it comes to worldly matters because she's seen it before. So if God is trying to pull us together, let us come together. Let us be one. No time for racism. No time for bigotry. No time for none of that. Let's be one. Let's make this nation one nation under God for real. 
And that's all I have to say for my final thoughts, man. Again, thank y'all for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Thank y'all for supporting me. And I will holler at y'all later, man. Peace.